Have you ever just felt like you wanted to throw in the towel and just quit? But you also, at the same time, know deep in your spirit you're meant to keep walking down this path? I have. And I know it is such a difficult feeling and just a state of being to be in. You feel trapped and stuck and you almost feel like you're in quicksand because the harder you try, the faster you sink. And I say this because I have been there and I have been there more than once. But if there's one thing I know for sure It's that God called me to this and he says to keep going. Even when it gets really, really hard and everything in me says to quit. So I keep going. And I want you to know that if you're wrestling with these feelings, you're not alone and I really do get it. And I put this episode together with you in mind. So I have eight tips for you today, eight things for you to do or pray through or shift in order to help you keep going when you just want to quit. But before we get into the show, please make sure you've signed up for the weekly implementation guides. Every single week, I deliver an implementation guide with journal prompts and action items for the Tuesday podcast episodes for you to download and actually implement what you learn from the episode because I'm all about implementation around here. It's easy to sit and listen to someone talk to you, but the way it actually becomes your reality is if you actually implement what you learn. And that's exactly why I put together these implementation guides. So make sure you go get on the email list to receive your weekly implementation guide by going to bit.ly slash power prompts. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash power, P-O-W-E-R, prompts, P-R-O-M-P-T-S. And I'm also linking that in the show notes for you. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey, queen. Welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you've worked so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. I am so excited to give you these eight tips today. They are game changers. I know that they are, and they've helped me so, so much over the years because, like I said, I have wanted to quit several times several times, but I've known just deep in my gut, in my spirit, that the Lord was telling me to hold the line and to just keep walking despite the hard. However, if you are just not sure if God is actually 
telling you to keep going or if he's actually wanting you to quit, what I want you to do is actually head on over to episode 13 of the show because this episode is really going to help you discern if you need to press pause or if you need to push. So if you need to actually stop or if you need to keep going. So if you are not sure what God is telling you to do, please go tune into episode 13. However, if you feel in your spirit that you need to keep going but are just fighting with wanting to quit, then this is for you. So let's go ahead and dive into tip number one. Now, tip number one is to take a day to fully reset. Now, what do I mean by this? I'll tell you what I don't mean first. I do not mean sitting around watching TV or getting distracted or scrolling social media. No, what I mean is spend time with Jesus. Spend time with Jesus. Get into the word. Get quiet. Go out in nature. Spend time alone with Jesus. Okay, hire a babysitter or have your partner watch the kids for a weekend and spend time soaking up the goodness of God. This will help you get back in the right frame of mind. Now, when I say this is a true game changer, I mean it because spending time with Jesus is the thing that is going to reset you, that's going to refuel you, that's going to reignite everything in you and the reason that you are doing what you're doing. Because spending time with him, you are going to wind up remembering why God sent you on this mission in the first place. And when you don't do this, when you don't soak up the goodness and spend time with him, you're going to lose sight of that mission. You're not going to feel in alignment with that mission because you're too focused on the physical world, because you're too focused on your physical desires as opposed to keeping your eyes fully focused on Jesus. And I know that many of you listening to this right now may not actually implement this, but I really want to challenge you to do so. I really want to challenge you to put a date on your calendar when you are actually going to spend the entire day with God. And I know that sounds like, oh my goodness, that's a whole day. I don't have a day, but I promise you it is so, so, so worth it. This is something I love to do. I love doing this and it just, it totally changes everything. I go into my week with a newfound perspective. I feel totally different. And the reason is because I think we get so caught up in our everyday life that we start working from a place of overwhelm. We start working from a place of trying to be in control and working in our own strength. But Instead, what you want to do is be able to go throughout your life and your days and your work or whatever it is that you're doing and live life and work from a place of overflow from the Holy Spirit instead of being overwhelmed because you're trying to do it all in your own strength. And the way to actually work from a place of overflow is to spend time with the Holy Spirit. And sometimes you just need a reset, okay? Sometimes you just need to engross yourself in his word and in his goodness and just be still. Truly be still and literally dive into his word because his word 
is how we know him. That's how he speaks to us and spend time in prayer and listening to worship music and singing acapella and dancing to worship music. Actually spend time with him and journal through, you know, what he is telling you. You will be so like, I just know you are going to have such an incredible experience doing this because I know that I always do and I do recommend this to my clients all the time and they always have really profound experiences as well. So please, 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 if you haven't done so already, put a time in your calendar, talk to your partner, talk to your roommates, talk to whoever it is you need to talk to to make this happen. Now this leads us to tip number two, and tip number two is to reflect on how far you've come and how much God has brought you through so far. Now this is pretty straightforward, but it's also super important. And I wanna share a little tip with you that I teach my clients. And basically I teach my clients to focus on and to keep track of what I call miracle moments. And miracle moments are essentially moments in your day where you can just see God's hand just working in your life. So whether that be in your business or in your life, keep track of them have a note section in your phone titled Miracle Moments and just keep track of them, big or small. Keep a record of miracles God is revealing to you and look at it every day. And if it's not every day, look at it every week or look at it during this time that you have with God because he is teaching you and he is bringing you through so much. And in addition to keeping track of Miracle Moments, take time to actually journal through how far you've come and truly what God has brought you through so far. Because if you're listening to this and you've just been living for a few years, then God has brought you through some things, okay? (laughs) God has brought you through some things. So journal through that. Reflect on that. What are the lessons God has shown you? What has he helped you overcome? Because he totally has done it. And if he's helped you overcome a hard or trying season in the past, don't you think he's going to help you through this one too? Keep your eyes on him and be thankful and grateful for the season that you're in because it is playing a role for the future. Now let's talk about tip number three. And this one, I mean this with so much love, okay? Because tip number three is to lose the ego. Because believe it or not, people not buying your thing may have absolutely nothing to do with you. People are wrapped up in their own thing. And feelings of wanting to quit usually, but not always, come from things not going our way. And when things don't go our way, our feelings get hurt. And it hurts our ego. And essentially, it hurts our pride. So basically what I'm saying here is, Check your pride, check your ego, because if you're wanting to give up because things aren't going the way that you want them or expect them to, that's a pride thing. Actually, fun little fact, a Bible teacher that I like to listen to, his name is Chuck Missler, says that pride is actually the root of all sins. And so when I say check your pride or lose the ego, I truly do mean it so lovingly because 
I have been there and I have to constantly check my ego and I have to constantly check my pride and I have to constantly repent for being prideful. And I know that sounds very strange, like, oh, well, I'm afraid of failing or I'm not seeing the results. But when you really think about it, it's because things aren't going your way. And sure, you know, you may have the best intentions to really want to impact so many people and spread the word of Jesus, but you've got to lose the pride around it. So I recommend taking time to pray through this and repent of any sort of prideful feelings that you have around this because you may be surprised that this might be the thing that's keeping you feeling like you want to quit. And I know you don't want to feel those feelings anymore. And this is something that was actually very transformative for me when I started recognizing that wow, you know, the feelings I'm having are actually connected to pride and it is time for me to let that go. Now, with all that to say, let's talk about a tip that is a little bit more lighthearted. And so tip number four is to make it fun. Now, what do I mean by this? Don't be afraid to break some rules in business and do things differently. You don't have to create content the same way everyone else does, okay? You don't have to do that. So what do you actually enjoy doing? Listen, if you hate creating reels, like if you absolutely hate it, stop. Do what you love to do. If you are a writer, spend time blogging or spend time creating mini blogs on carousel posts on Instagram. Spend time doing that. You don't have to spend time doing things you absolutely hate. I mean, here's the thing. I am a big advocate for trying things on and trying things out. But if you absolutely hate it, stop. You don't have to keep doing it. Now, having fun isn't just about breaking the rules, right? Like having fun could be actually having a dance party on your stories or having multiple dance parties in the middle of the day or maybe going to work at your favorite coffee shop instead of being stuck at home or going for a walk in the middle of a work day or, you know, just doing something that is a little bit different than your typical day right? Because having fun is actually going to inspire you and motivate you to actually be more creative. And in addition to that, I do want to touch on the topic of having fun outside of your work. Because yes, we want to have fun within work, but we also want to have fun outside of work. And I say this because I know you might be like, well, duh, but listen, (laughs) if you have any sort of workaholic tendency like I do, you may find yourself almost isolating yourself from friends or fun because you have a lot of work to do. Even though you know very well you're probably gonna stay home and do nothing. And let's be real, staying home and doing nothing isn't necessarily fun. It doesn't necessarily spark creativity unless you're spending that time intentionally with the Holy Spirit. That is totally different. But actually taking time to go have fun with people that you love, going to explore a new place, trying something new, that is fun. Now let's talk about the opposite side of the spectrum here, which is going to be tip number five, and that is to learn discipline and consistency. And I know that discipline is just not a sexy word, I know, but it is very biblical. 
In fact, let's go ahead and read a verse straight from the Bible. This is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. It says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Now listen, I am not saying to work yourself ragged or into the ground, right? I am not saying that at all because rest is also very biblical, but it is very easy to fall in the trap of working so much that you don't rest or resting so much that you don't work. So I'm saying this because I really want to make sure that you know that they are both good. Working is good. Working hard is good and being disciplined is good and rest is good, right? It's all good and you need both. And when it comes to actually being disciplined and staying consistent, I think a lot of the time people think that they aren't being disciplined because they don't have the motivation to actually stay consistent. But the truth is consistency and discipline often ignites motivation. And so motivation is just a feeling. That's all it is. And feelings are fleeting. But what stays the same, if you allow it, is your discipline. And so if you can transform your discipline, you can often transform your life because your results are going to change as well. Now let's move on to tip number six, and that's to change what's not working. This is simple, right? So take time to reflect on what's working and what's not working. Now, if something isn't working, don't just get frustrated and stop. Take time to determine why it's not working. Maybe all you need to do is make some small minor tweaks instead of just uprooting the entire thing. So take the time you need to really pray into this, to talk to a mentor, to talk with some other people in your community about why this may not be working for you, and then make the changes that you need to make to see the shift in results. Now, tip number seven is to reframe the setbacks and the obstacles. Because the truth is that setbacks and obstacles are often very necessary because this is where the growth and the transformation actually takes place. Because when you're in a valley or a hard season, God can use this to teach you something, to show you something. So if you're currently in a valley or a slow season or in a famine or whatever it is, ask God what you need to learn from this experience. Have him reveal that to you and thank him for this experience because it is happening for your good. Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. It's for your good. So reframe that. Be in thanksgiving for that. And go to God about that. Ask what you can learn through this process. Now, if you are in a hard season right now, or you are going through a valley, or even if you're not, I highly recommend checking out episode four. It is titled, How to Trust God and Move Forward in the Valleys of Life and Business. It is such a good episode. I get so many DMs about this one specific episode, so I highly recommend checking it out after this one if you can. 
Now, the last tip I have for you is tip number eight. And this tip is to find a community of other Christian female entrepreneurs and allow the Holy Spirit to work through them and pour into you and vice versa. Because the truth is, we are meant to be a community. And I also know a lot of the time, Christians who aren't entrepreneurs don't really get it. Just like entrepreneurs who aren't Christians also don't get it, and that's okay. We are still to be around them and be in community with them. We're still to love them and be friends with them and be family with them, you know, but at the same time, find a community of women who really do get it, who do know the struggles that you're facing because they might be going through the same thing or they might be a step ahead of you or they may be able to give you some advice or help or pray for you when other people just won't really understand. And that's okay. That's part of being a Christian entrepreneur. So please, 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 if you can, find yourself a community of other Christian female entrepreneurs and allow the Holy Spirit to work through them and pour into you. As an example, I know the community inside of Faith Fueled Coach Academy is like no other community out there. Seriously, the women inside this community are just incredible and they root each other on. They pray with each other and we support each other and it's just so beautiful to witness, to see, and to be a part of because I just know the Holy Spirit is working inside of all of this. Now, if you're not sure what Faith Field Coach Academy is, it is my signature program and it helps female entrepreneurs start and scale a Holy Spirit-led coaching business. And I highly, highly, highly recommend getting on the wait list if you're not on it already. And you can do so by going to bit.ly slash FCA waitlist. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash F-C-A waitlist. I'm gonna put that in the show notes for you. And I'm also going to put the information page where you can check it out down in the show notes too but it is www.hannahbrindley.com slash FCA. However, if perhaps FCA isn't for you, but you're still looking for a community of other faith-fueled female entrepreneurs, get on the wait list for the upcoming Reclaimed Terrain membership. If you want to do this, go ahead and head to hannahbrindley.com slash membership. You will not be disappointed. Now that's a wrap, my friends. Those are the eight tips on how to keep going when you just want to quit. I really hope this blessed you. See you next time. Hey queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.